Good morning, Rabbi. Back to Ilkhot Tefillah Ashut Halacha. The Gemara says that if a person was not mechaven in their tefillah, they have to pray again. If a person did tefillah ta'amida, before tefillah ta'amida, a person should make sure that they are able to be mechaven, they are able to have kavanah. That's what the Gemara says. If they were not able to have kavanah, then they have to pray again. However, if they had kavanah in the first bracha, if they had kavanah in the bracha of avot, the beginning of amida, until Baruch Hashem Magen Avraham, and when we say kavanah, we mean thinking about, focusing on what the words mean. No esoteric, mystical kavanah. Just the simple kavanah of pirusha milot, of knowing you're talking to Hashem and what the words mean. If you did that in the first bracha, then that is considered a proper tefillah amida, and a person has fulfilled their obligation and they don't need to pray again. If, however, you had kavanah throughout the tefillah, but you did not have kavanah in the first beracha, then that tefillah is not good enough to fulfill the obligation and a person needs to pray again. That is a halakha that is nifsak in shulchan aruch. So if a person did not have kavanah in the first beracha, they need to do tefillah ta'amida again. That's what the shulchan aruch and all the poskim and the gemara says. However, comes along the Ramah, Rabbi Moshe Isalis, one of the most famous Ashkenazi poskim, and he writes that nowadays, where people so frequently don't have kavanah, if you're going to tell the person to pray again, it's almost certain that this person won't have kavanah the second time. And therefore, you should not make someone pray again. If a person prayed even without kavanah, even in the first beracha, they don't need to be mitpalel again. That's what the Ramah says, and that is how even the Sephardiposkim after the Rama are actually go with. They go with this idea that if a person did not have Kavanah even in the first bracha, which the, the Talmud teaches us, would require the person to pray again. Nevertheless, nowadays, we don't tell the person to pray again because it's likely they're not going to have Kavanah the second time. The Mishnah Bura has an interesting question. What if somebody is in the middle of Tefillat Amida? And they realize, I did not have kavanah in the first bracha. So a person is at, Adam da'at, and you realize, I didn't have kavanah. I didn't think about what I was saying. I was thinking about something completely different. Should he go back or not? Says the Mishnah Burah, it sounds like he should continue the Amidah. Says the Mishnah Burah, I don't understand how that could be. Isn't he saying a bracha levatala? When he continues the Amidah, he's saying a bunch of berachot, and they're not actually constituted, they're not actually working towards him fulfilling his obligation of prayer. How can we tell him to do that? That is a question posed by the Mishnah Barura. And he's very unsure as to what a person should do in that instance. However, the Hasid La'alafim, Rabbi Eliezer Papo, who lived about 200 years ago, he answers this question, even though he was before the Mishnah Barura. However, he addresses this point in his Sefer Hasid La'alafim, and he writes that even though we say that a person who did not have kavanah in the first beracha of his tefillah has to pray again, that doesn't mean his first prayer has gone to waste. It doesn't mean that the blessings that he made are, God forbid, saying Hashem's name in vain. Mapitom, of course he prayed. Of course there was a tefillah there. Just it wasn't good enough for us to be satisfied with him fulfilling his obligation with that. And we say, do another tefillah and do it properly with kavanah. So it says the Hazal Alafim that in a situation where it's likely he's not going to be able to do Kavanah, we say you don't need to do it again. 
And likewise, if he's in the middle of the tefillah and he realizes he did not have kavanah in the first bracha, he of course should not say, she should not go back and he should continue his tefillah because at the end of the day, it is a tefillah. It's just not good enough for him to fulfill his obligation. I'm going to leave off with one last point that some poskim nowadays say, and I believe this is the, the, the halakha amitit, that's the correct halakha and should be followed. The poskim say that when do we say that a person will probably not have kavanah the second time he prays and therefore we don't tell him or her to pray again, that's with a regular person who generally does not have kavanah or very often doesn't have kavanah. You're going to tell him to pray again, one amida after the other, he's certainly not going, almost certainly not going to have kavanah. If, however, you have somebody who, in general, is mitpalel kemoshe tzarich, he prays with proper intent, with proper kavanah, at least in the first beracha, and this person is telling you that I will have kavanah, 100%, or even if it's not 100%, I'm telling you, I normally have kavanah, there was something on my mind, now I want to pray again with kavanah in the first beracha, of course, that person should do that. It's good for the person to say before he prays, just in case, should say, and if I won't have kavanah, and if I'm, I'm doing the wrong thing, then this should be a voluntary prayer. Um, and that, that is even true on Shabbat, where some say that there can be no voluntary prayer. Nevertheless, if a person miss, didn't have kavanah in the first bracha, and he's confident, based on experience, that if he prays again, he will have kavanah on the first bracha, during the first bracha, he should still pray again with kavanah in the first bracha. Baruch Adonai Amen Amin